If you guys have your Bibles, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through three scriptures tonight. And um, at the very front of this, I'm going to um, I'm going to kind of just give you a, a, a direction of where I'm going to go over the next two or three weeks because we've spent some time around uh, vision. We've spent some time, and I, I, I tell you, even tonight, I just uh, wasn't my dancing across the stage. That was really horrible. That that was. I'm, I'm thankful we we have a gracious God. It it just was not that good. I, I looked at Miranda. I said, you know, you ever just feel like just dancing across the stage, you know, during worship, and you get all, you know, and it just didn't play. It played out in my head much better than it actually did. So, so I apologize to our worship team. I, I probably won't do that again. Amen. I might run, but it, you know, it, there's not a lot of running room in here. But, uh, but I, I still might. Yeah, I'll, I'll run someday. Um, but as we begin to um, talk about vision uh, this year, you know. Um, you know, I, I got to tell you that even as even as where I'm at as a believer and I, I say not as a pastor, but as a believer, I'm probably more excited about I'm more excited about the church now than I ever have been. I've read, I've studied, I've, I've, I've you know, I've just, you know, tried to set myself up into hearing the heart of the father through these last couple months. And, it, you know, I'm going to tell you, God loves his people. He loves his church. I mean, you know, I, God is so madly in love with you. I mean, it, I, I mean, like he he loves you that much. And um, and so that 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 to me is is great news. Amen. It's great news. Um, but I felt like even today as I was um, preparing, I, I was just really trying to get my get get the vision because I thought, you know, I've been preaching about press on and and uh, we've been around that for a while. I felt such a shift in my spirit. And, you know, and I began to pray and I said, you know, Lord, I, I know you love the one. I, I, I know you love the one. And, and there's scriptures relative to that. And um, and, you know, and I, and I began to pray and I began to seek the Lord and I began and I actually had a conversation with a young evangelist today and, uh, you know, had a chance. He was ministering to me and I was ministering to him. And and um, and, you know, and it was just like the Lord struck this this chord in my heart. And I don't know if you ever have something just kind of touch your heart. And I and it, it, it touched my heart. And I began to just begin to write. And it was lining up with my thoughts and where my thinking was going. I'm getting somewhere, believe it or not. You guys like you're using a lot of words to get somewhere. Um, but I'm going to take these next two or three weeks and we're going to talk about evangelism. We're going to talk about evangelism in the church. And um, and I'm going to kind of begin to build a, a segue for this because, you know, evangelism can be done in many forms. And uh, tonight I'm just going to jump into uh, jump into a little bit of the one on one evangelism because because it, it's so important that we as believers, you know, gr- grab a hold of everything that we can grab a hold of now. And especially sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Anybody want to share the gospel with anybody in here? I know I do. I I, I look for opportunities. I, I I pray for opportunities. Amen. But when I pray, you know, I, I have to put my faith. Amen. I have to put my faith to to walking that out to seeing that happen. And uh, so I'm going to talk about, you know, some personal one on one stuff tonight. But, you know, then we'll get into uh, we'll get into team evangelism and then we'll get into, uh, you know, uh, the crusade type evangelism, which we've done all these things here. Brother Don uh, runs the go team. And uh, as we're moving into springtime, you know, evangelism is a part of this church. It's a part of our culture. It's a part of it's a part of what we want to do. We want to prepare people so that they can go. They can go. Amen. The, The word is go so that they can go and share this good news with people. It may be it may just be your neighbor. You may say, well, Pastor Brad, I've never been on the streets you know i'm going to show you tonight it's it's not just about getting on the streets i mean do you have anybody here have a neighbor i mean jimmy you make you're out in the country so i don't know if you have neighbors or not you have a neighbor probably not but you know so it's like we have neighbors right so we have every opportunity to be able to share this wonderful good news so i'm going to go through three scriptures first if you have your bibles go to first peter three fifteen. I'm going to just, Father, I'm going to pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, t- tonight for this word. And I pray, Father, I pray, Lord, even, even just, um, you know, move, move tonight in our hearts, Father. Lord, that we're able to see, Lord, that, God, that, that we all have a purpose. And we all have, uh, you, is there not a cause in this hour, Father? We have a purpose and a direction clearly from you, Father. And that's the share this good news, the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. First Peter 3.15. I'm going to read this scripture first, and uh, then I'm going to go to 2 Corinthians 5.20. 
those that have phones, you'll be able to move a little quicker. Uh, 1 Peter 3.15, it says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Take your Bibles, go to 2 Corinthians 5.20. 2 Corinthians 5.20. It says, Now then, we are ambassadors of Christ, as though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. I, I, I take the, let, let me finish the third. 2 Timothy 4, 5. 2 Timothy 4, 5. Second Timothy 4, 5. 2 Timothy 4, 5. It, it says, but you, be watchful in all things, adore afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Everybody say, do the work of an evangelist. Amen. Amen. You know, you, you take the context of these three scriptures, and, and, and I, love, I, I love that God commissions the church. He commissions us as individuals to go. Amen. You know, that, you know last night it was interesting. We had a, a wonderful men's meeting last night. And then, um, you, you know, I, I actually started to get tired for just a brief moment, but um, I, I, had, uh, I had made an appointment with, um, with the young adults, and it was a little bit of a late notice for some, and I know some were busy last night, but uh, I had made an appointment, and it, it was because uh, the, Lord, the Lord began to quicken me over the one. That, you know, that as a pastor, I, I have to have ones. I have to have the ones that I'm willing to go after. And uh, last night at 10 o'clock, I did, I, I did, we had, uh, it was uh, Brother Austin, I think, I don't know, I think he's downstairs, and Zephan and I, and, uh, and one, uh, one, a young man from Hawaii last night actually joined um, uh, just a, a call. And we went through James 1, and we were in the Word for 45 minutes. And I, I mean, I could just feel the power of God. And even as the kids were reading the Word and they were praying, it was just, it was just a special time in the Lord. But I realized something very quickly last night as I was doing that. Man, the ones, the ones really matter to God. You know, the, the ones, the, the, the assignment that God gives us for, for the ones. Amen. You know, I, I wrote this down today because I feel like it's, there, there's, there's got to be an awakening in our culture, in church culture. Because a lot of times, you know, the ones can easily slip by, right? You, you guys know what I'm talking about. I, you've heard me say this or make this comment a lot. We have, to, we have to be willing to figure out ways that we close the back door, right? You know, that when people come into the house of God, you know, we get them connected. It's why we have life groups. It's why we say, hey, welcome to KC where you experience life with people, power, and purpose. We care. We care about people. You know, that's one of the things that we, we, really, we really press. We press on. We care about people. But, you know, nobody ever likes losing the one. I, I, I you know, I never like losing the one uh, back into the world amen once they've gotten saved once they've come to know Jesus it's important that we figure out a way to press to keep them you know to keep them accountable it, it's you know understand it's not being accountable to me but it's accountable to God amen it's it's accountable to what the word of God says it's accountable to 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 the very thing that's in here we want to teach them we want to train them but you know honestly guys listen you know, when people come to Christ they're babes in Christ it's not like they have it all figured out. Hey, 20-some years of being a Christian, I don't have it all figured out. I, I, you know, I, I press, I, I press. And I, I'm going to tell you that even in these last few months, I find myself pressing more now than I ever have. I, I begin, I, you know, I'm pressing even greater now than I did when I was, you know, uh, you know, newly saved and, you know, messing up all the time. Right. But, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not messing up all the time now. Praise God. Because God, 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 God help me. Amen. So. In this situation, I, and that's not a situation, but I feel like the church is holding this big secret. And this secret's got to be let out. I want you to just think about that for a second. That It's like, as a believer, you can go around and think, well, I know something you don't know. But I hold it in here. And one of the things that I, I felt like the Lord was dealing with me in, it's like, if I have a secret, or if I know something, I'll be honest with you, I'm not very good at secrets. My wife, I, you know, I try, I, I'll, I, you know, I'll get her something, and, you know, and if, if it's like a special day or if it's an anniversary, 
you know, I'm tripping over it to give it to her because I'm, I hate secrets, to be honest with you. I'd rather go open up the Christmas presents. I'd rather go snoop and find out everything. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, really, I don't really like surprises. So I'm not good at that. I, I know, honey, I'm not, good at, I'm not good at just secrets. But I, I feel like this is the area where the church has to begin to say, you know what, I have something to share. I have a testimony. I, I, I have something inside of me that, 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 that you need. Amen? Because, see, the world needs a Savior. The world truly needs... It, the, the world today needs a Savior. It, it truly needs a Savior. You see, Jesus... Jesus wasn't a secret to the world. He, he wasn't a secret to the world. You know, he came. And, you know, and he, he began to even share with his disciples, you know, who he was. He, he, you know, Jesus wasn't keeping a secret from the world who he was. So my, my question is, why, why, why in the church do we feel like the only time we can talk about Jesus or the only time that, that, that we, we, we can minister is, is in the auspices of a church? And so, you know, I, you know I, I, I feel like sometimes it's like we've got to break the shackles off. Amen. We've got to break the confines off. I, I thought about this today, and I think sometimes, you know, it's, it's fear. You know, it, it's, you know, if I say something to them, they're going to think I'm holy or I'm religious. Did, did they think Jesus was religious? They attacked Jesus, right? Who, who are you? Who do you think you are? Blasphemy the whole, you know, you, 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 you're, you're, you're coming after God. He was God. You know, Jesus set himself apart. He set him, himself apart. You know, he was God. You know, guys, listen, we're called to share a message. We're, we're called. Every one of us in here, we're called to share a message. You may think, well, it's, it's, well it's, it's this person's job or that person's job. If you're a believer, you're called to share a message. And I'm, I'm thankful. We, we, we share this message in this house. We give people opportunities for salvation. But now more than ever, we're called to share a message. We're, we're, we're called to, to, to separate. You know, what, why, you know, again, why do some people feel like they have a, a hard time sharing this message? Maybe it's that they're, they're with a, a crowd of people that aren't saved, right? I mean, I don't know. I, I've, I've had world, I, I've worked with jobs. I've, you know, last year I went pressure. I did, you know, I, I do side jobs sometimes. And, you know, everybody I encounter is not a Christian. Everybody you encounter is not going to be a Christian, right? So, but... My job as a Christian is to shine, to be the light everywhere I go. Amen. And sometimes there's an opportunity to minister and witness, and sometimes there's not. But we look for those opportunities to share. Amen. To, 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 sh to share who we are, who we are. I'm, 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 you know, it, it, please understand, I, I'm, I want to get somewhere with this tonight because I, I just I feel like that's the thing we've got to begin to let out. I'm a Christian, and this is what I stand for. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not bowing down. I'm not backing down. All, all the great stories that we read in the Bible, you know, uh, of people that stepped out, you know, it, it, they, they weren't thinking about what the world had to say. They were, they were hard-pressed to, to do what God had called them to do because they knew that their life was, you know, think about Saul, you know, who became Paul in Acts chapter 9. His life was radically changed in an instance when he met Jesus. You know, and what I, what I love about him, you know, it, you, you think about it, it. It took time for him to grow in ministry. It takes time for us to grow in ministry, each and every one of us. It, it'll, it'll take time. We don't have it all figured out the day that we get saved. But it's the pressing. It's the churning. It's, it's the working of. Amen? It, it's, it's the going after. You see, you know, and honestly, the thing of it is, it's when we have this, this revelation, you know, I, and it's a revelation for me. My life isn't my own. It was a real revelation. You know, I, I, I love life. I, I have fun. I, I, I'm a, I'm, I, love, I love singing songs about joy. I, I love laughing. I was laughing at myself before I even come down. I, 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 that's true, too. I, I love life because of God, because of, because of who God is in me. Amen? 
You know, I, and the reason I was laughing was I was looking for my shirt that, that has cars on it because I wanted to wear that shirt tonight. It's an ugly shirt, but I, I felt like I wanted to wear that shirt tonight because springtime's coming. I don't, did you throw my shirt away? One with cars, it's got, I think Minister Mar gave it to me. But, but, but you know, it, it's, it's probably not the most, you know, it's not the coolest shirt, but, but it was like, it, it made me think about spring or summer. It made me, you know, and it, you know, what I did was as I began to think about spring or summer, I, I began to think about, man, what kind of outreaches are we going to do? See, I'm, I'm tying this together. What, 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 what city block are we going to block off and go after this year? What apartment complex are we, are we, gonna, are we all going to just, you know, where we took 20 people to Morgantown to do an outreach. What, what, what city block are we going to just hit, amen, that we're going to go see people get saved, amen? And we're going to say, hey, you know, now that you're saved, you know, hey, you know, uh, we'll have life group on the street at 7 o'clock on Thursday. I don't, I don't know. But it's like we, we begin to develop patterns where, where we're like, you know, hey, your life matters. Everything about your life matters. But personal evangelism is, is, um, is something that's dear to my heart. It, 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 it's so because, you know, the first person I ever led to the Lord was in this city. And I, 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 all I could do was, in my, in my own right, was share the love of God and who God was because I had met Him. Have you met Jesus? Have you had an encounter with Jesus? See, this is the thing. Don't forget. <laughs> Don't push it off like it's some small thing, please. Because, listen, if you've encountered, you, you've encountered the Lord, you've encountered the King of Kings, there's a reason and a purpose in which you have. I'm telling you, there's got to be that fire and that zeal rise up in it. I've met Jesus. You know, it, my meeting in Jesus wasn't casual. Because I, I knew at the point that I met Him, if I don't get my, there was fear. There was complete fear that come up. If I don't get my life right with Jesus, you know, I was already, this was two, 1998. Jesus could come at any given time. You know, I was prepping for two, uh, Y2K. You know, but praise God. I, you know, I'm getting, you know, I'd already started reading this stuff. Jesus can come at any given time. You know, I had read a little bit of the Bible, but when, when I got saved and I read like Matthew 24, I was like, oh my lands. This is happening. This is what's going on right now. We've got to get everybody saved that we can get saved. We've got to tell people about Jesus. How important. How important is this good news? But you know, it was a fear. I, I don't ever want to lose the fear of God. Don't, you know, don't, don't ever lose the fear of God. Amen? You know, there was a, a, young, a young guy who's an evangelist now. You know, write this down. Go after the one. Go after the one. Make a mental note. Go after the one. You know, the first year I was in Hana, that's what, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, either by accident or maybe, I, I, nothing's by accident, so I want, I want to say this, nothing's by accident, but it was who I was. It was basically who, who God can, it kind of made me. I, I, I don't really know a lot of strangers. I, can, I, I try to go make friends with anybody, and, and especially like in Hana. I, I just assume like everybody liked me, you know. I, I would just go and introduce myself and, 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 you know, and, hey, I'm, you know, so, yeah, I know who you are. Okay, well, and I, I remember the first year I was there. You know, God had assigned me to one person. Not that I wasn't assigned to others, but, but I felt that. I felt that in my spirit, and, and God had assigned me to Killa. And uh, many of you guys know he's 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 an evangelist now. He's doing he's doing great works for the kingdom of God. Praise God! That's so awesome, so awesome. But you know, I I, I would uh, I would make a point. You know, the the first time I met him, you know, we were we were doing work with the city. You know, we were we were just we were going and raking lease. We were blowing. We were cleaning stuff off the beach. It was all just you know whatever we could do to to kind of make a connection with the city. And I would just, I would, I would get in that gator with him, and here, here, you know, I've got a picture of it. It's really cool, but because it means, it means a lot to me. But here, him, him, and I in the gator driving up down the beach, and and just, you know, inviting him to a, to a service. You know, hey man, you you should you should come. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. I'll be there tonight. I'll be there tonight. Monday night didn't show up. 
I'd see him the next day. How was how how was last night? It was good, good, good. You know, and it's like you know, man, you should come tonight. It's, it's, this meeting's going to be great. And yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm going to be there tonight. I, you know, and I'm like, awesome. I, I'm so excited. You're going to be be here tonight. You know, that's you know, and I would check back with him, and he's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming. I'm coming. Didn't show up. Third day, you know, it was like I think it was maybe the last day of the meeting. I can't even remember how many meetings we had, but but towards the end of the week, you know, I had I had stayed after him. I was like, you know, you should. Um, you should come to the meeting tonight. You know, honestly, I'm, I'm an, you, ever, you ever invite anybody to church and you feel like you just need to quit inviting them? Don't quit. Don't quit. You know why? Because their life matters. Their life matters. You are the Christ that people can see. Well, you know, Pastor, I've tried. Don't quit. See, this is the message even out of the night. The, the one is important to God. The one is as, as important to God as your own life. As your own life. You know, even, even the third time I invited him, I was like, he's probably not going to show. He'd come to the house. He'd hang out. He would, you know, he'd come and eat. We'd play music, whatever. You know, it was, it was good fun. And uh, just made a good connection. And then that third night, he walked in. <laughs> he walked into Helene Hall with his Bible. And, you know, you would think that he had been a churchgoer all of his life. He walks in and he sets down in the front row. Well, you know, and if anybody knows Jonathan Shuttlesworth or has ever watched him preach, he's you're on the front row with Jonathan. Your spits flying, the whole nine, you know. And and Jonathan's preaching. You know, those meetings went for maybe 30, 40 minutes. They they never went really, really long. But at the end of that meeting, Killa gets up and he receives Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. And you know, and, and you know, my part was the inviting. Right. He, he heard the preaching of the word and he answered the call. And from that point, I, I, I realized, you know, man, that inviting is just as important as, as, as somebody hearing the message that that reaching across and reaching out, not quitting, not letting. Not, you know, I tell you, man, sometimes we feel like just, man, I have tried. I have worked hard to go after this one. This one, you know, you know, every time I invite them, they say, well, you know, that church, you know, or this or that, you know, they're they're hurt. They're, offend-. you know, people get hurt and get get offended. You, know, you guys understand that, right? That's why a lot of times people don't come to church. Something has, they've been hurt by another believer. They think all believers are the same. They're not. They're not. The more that we grow in God, you know, the, the more sensitive we, come, we, we, we become to God. Amen? I, I truly believe that. I'm not the same as I, I'm not the same over here, uh, you know, 20-some years ago as I am now. I've grown more sensitive to God because I've wanted to learn more about God. Amen? But the one matters. The one matters. Listen, guys, you, you carry a hope. You carry a hope to, to, to every current generation, young and old. You carry a hope. You know, my prayer, you know, last year we, we prayed, we, we were believing the Lord for, uh, you know, a thousand, a thousand people. Papal Jean, love you. You know, we were praying for a thousand souls, believing. You know, we, 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 we come close to that, 991 or something like that. You know, I, I haven't even placed a number on it this year because I'm believing for souls. Because I want you to understand that we're, we're in a, you're in a soul-winning church. Every soul is precious to God. Everybody, everybody, everybody deserves to hear the gospel that's around us. Everybody. I want you to do this. I, w- I want you to write down. Let's go in a different direction tonight, but that's okay. I, and I want you just to, to make a mental note, and just you, you don't have to do this this minute, but I, I, want you to, I want you to write three names down, leaving tonight, and just remember this. I'm going to keep preaching. Write down three names, and I want you to begin to pray for those people. I, I, I really, and I, I earnestly want you to begin to pray for, pray for three people. Three people that, um, you know, Maybe they're, maybe they're out of church. Maybe they've been out of church for a while. But I want you to begin to pray for three people. And I'd, li- I'd like for you to do that for at, at least a month. You can pray for them for longer than that. But, but I, want you to, I want you to pray for three people. Now, if you have your Bibles, let's go to John chapter 4. I want to show you something in the Word of God.
In John chapter 4. Let's pick up at verse 7. It says, a woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink, for his disciples had gone away in the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, how is it that you, being a Jew, ask, for, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who, who it was who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where then do you get this living water? You greater than our father Jacob, who gave us a well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock. Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst, uh, will thirst again, but whoever drinks of this water that I shall give him will never thirst. But this water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up in everlasting life. Verse 15, it says, The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water, that I may not thirst, nor come here to draw. Jesus said, Go, t- go tell your husbands and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have, you have well said, I have no husbands, for you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband, and that, is, uh, and that you spoke truly. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worship on the mountain, and and Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. It's interesting that in verse 19, you know, she recognized recognized him as a prophet. Not not, not a false prophet. Not somebody, not somebody, you know, think about a word of knowledge. See, that's what a word of knowledge does. You know, Jesus knew. Word of knowledge, he knew. The gift of the Spirit, of, of, the, word of the Word of knowledge, was now working. And he, he talks about this lady's past. And she didn't say, uh, you're of the devil. You, you, see what, you see what happens in, in, in a one-on-one environment, on a one-on-one occasion, where Jesus is just beginning to minister. He's beginning to, he's beginning to lay things out. You know, we're, we're catching the gist of everything that was said, you know, whether there was more or not. But we, we get the meat of it. Jesus was, you know, he was, he was taking this woman, uh, you, you know, and showing her who he was. And you, you'll see something very, very fascinating. You see the word of knowledge. It wasn't, it wasn't like, well, you know, uh, you, you know, he has that ministry. or he. No, it's the word of knowledge f- flowing in an individual conversation. And that's what I love about one-on-ones. It's like, you know, when you go to pray for someone, God can release to you something. The, the gifts of the Spirit. You know, when we go out and as we go out as a team, you know, Father, thank you. I, I thank you, Father, today that the, that the gifts of the Spirit flow through me. I thank you, Lord, that it, as I pray, Father, that you would reveal, you would reveal truth to me so that I can minister to them. And see, this is what Jesus is doing. He's, he's, walk, he's, <laughs> he, he's actually showing up and showing this lady who he is. He's the Messiah. I have a water that you'll never thirst of. I, ha- I have something that I can give you. This water you'll always want to drink from, but I have something that I can give to you. This is why it's so important. We have, we have something that we can give to people. It, you know, listen, it's, it's, it's not me. I'm not giving people me. Amen? I'm giving people Jesus. You know, it's like, it's why I said, it's like this secret, you know? It's like, you know, think about it. You have a UPS man show up, and he drops off a package. And, you know, think about it. Every time, you know, and, and, and think about this in this situation. This UPS man, every time he gets back in his truck, he, he, he gets sad. He gets depressed. You know, I dropped that package off. They, 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 they didn't open it up. You know, and he goes to his next stop. I dropped that package off. They didn't open it up. See, the, the, the free gift of God. The free gift of God is available for all. You know, we're, we're not getting hung up on, you know, the fact that they, they, didn't, they, they didn't open the gift. The fact of the matter, you know, you, you can't do that. You can't, you can't just hold on to a place. Well, you know, I tried. I tried, you know, I, I tried. To, I, I put, put it out here. I, I began to, to walk them through this. You know, and they shrunk back. See, this is it. We don't quit. <laughs> we don't quit. We don't quit on our ones. We don't quit on our, our, our team evangelism, amen? We don't, quit, we don't quit on the outreaches. We keep going. We keep going. Because every life matters to Jesus. Every life is precious to Jesus. Is your life precious to Jesus? Amen. Amen. My life is precious to Him. 
So I, I, I don't quit. I keep praying. I keep pressing. There it is. I, I keep pressing. Amen. I don't back up. I, 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 I have accountants about myself that, you know what? Every soul matters to God. Every soul matters to God. Mm. Jesus said in verse uh, 21, he says, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will, ne- you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. Mm. You worship what you think about the world. They worship what they don't know. Idols. Idols. People, people make things idols. They, they worship, they, they don't even know, they don't even know, but they worship it. They give more time, they, they, they give more time to, to their Facebook profile than they give to God. They give more time to watching TV. Guys, you know, I, I'm not against TV. I, I, I like TV. I, I just, we have them, but I don't have cable. I don't, uh, you know, we might try to, you know, cram maybe an hour, I don't know, two hours a weekend with TV. I Cramming it, right? <laughs> I don't have time for TV. <laughs> I but but you, do you know that in America, the, a, the average, this was 10, 12 years ago, the average person is spending over 30-some hours a week a full-time job with, with media, TV, things like that. I don't even know what it is now with, like, Facebook. I mean, honestly, pull up your time. Look at your time. How much? Well, you spent 37 hours this week uh, on social media. That's a bunch of time. <laughs> That, that is absolutely a bunch of time. I say that because the one matters. We have to, we, you know, evaluate your time. Evaluate your time. Look at your time. Your time is precious to God. Amen? You know, I, I, I don't say it lightly because I believe that in this hour, you know, God needs, He needs every person that's willing to say, Use me, Lord. I'm available. God's going, you know, listen, it, it, you know, I, I promise you, you're in the right house if you want to be used by God. Because, you know, everybody's in a place where they can serve, where they can help. You know, you may say, Well, I, you know, I don't, I'm not going on the streets. Hey, you, there's something that you can do. There's a, there's a place that you can plug in. It's the body being knitted together. And I know I preached about this and talked about it. You know, the, the, the eye needs the ear. Amen. You know, the, the foot needs the leg. Amen. We, you know, these things working together. We need those things. Verse 23, it says, But the hour is coming now, and when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such, a, such to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and truth. Mm-mm-mm. Drop down. I want you to see this. Drop down to. Uh, drop down to verse thirty-nine. Because see what happens. What happens when when Jesus reaches over and he touches the one. She she gets, she gets touched by God. This living water. I want this living water. We're pointing people towards Jesus. Amen. This living water. Watch, watch this because it's so it's so awesome. And as many of the Samaritans, in verse 39, as many of the Samaritans of the city believed in him because of the, of the, wor- uh, of the word of the woman who testified, he told me that, <laughs> he told me all that I had ever did. So when the Samaritans had come to him, they urged him to stay with them. He stayed, he stayed there for two days, and many more believed because of his own word. You know what? She went back, and I know I've, I know I've talked about this before, and I, maybe this is coming back around, uh, you know, some of you guys. But you see, your testimony, your testimony is so important. Uh, it, it's, not, it's not a big deal. No, it is a big deal. And I say testimonies with an S, amen? It's not just one thing God's, you know, God saved me. He redeemed me. He, 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 he saved me from a life of destruction, amen? I'm thankful for that. But my, 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 He has done so much more. We have to move to a place where, we're, where we don't just account our, our salvation as our testimony. No, God healed me. God delivered me. He set me free. Amen? You know, I, I mean, healing. God, how many people has been healed by God? Everybody's shaking heads. They're right, that's a testimony. How many people that you... Does anybody in here know anybody that needs healing? We do, don't we? The body working together. The body working together. The body working together. Amen. Guys, listen, I, I'm, I'm, only, I'm only firing myself up. You know, I, I'm not going to ask you to go out and do things that I won't do. Those streets, I'll hit those streets. Amen. The one-on-ones, I'm, I'm doing them. I'm pressing right now. 
Every soul matters to God. Every, 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 every soul matters to God. Well, you press. You know, when we do an outreach, I can't, I can't wait. You know, when we went up to Unity and did the outreach up there, you look around, there's 60, 70 people just, just hearing the gospel. I look over, Stephen's got some guy praying with him, just ministered to him. I look over, and there's Stephanie ministering. And, I, you know, you look over, and that was the same thing with the other outreach in Morgantown. You look around, people, John's sharing the word. You look around, people got a hold of people, and they're, they're ministering. Every person matters to God. Every person matters to God. Every person matters to God. It's no longer a secret. Jesus said in Revelations 1.18, he said, I am he who lives and was dead and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have, <laughs> I have the keys of Hades and death or I have the keys of hell and death. See, Jesus is, is the key to our uh, eternal security. Jesus. I hold the keys. And you know what Jesus is, is doing now? He, he's giving us the keys. And he's saying, go. <laughs> go. He's saying to the church in this hour, go. Where are we going? We're going to reach the lost. We're going to show people that, you know, that, you know he is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen? Listen, guys. I believe this with all my heart. There is no other way to heaven. It's, it's not something I compromise. It's, it, it, there, there's, 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 no, there's no other way to heaven other than through Jesus Christ. Well, what about this? You know, what about? No, no, no. There's only one way. That is the message. Father, I pray, Lord, even tonight, I pray remove any fear or any condemnation from, from this church in sharing the gospel of Jesus. I pray, Father, Lord, I, I pray stir that up in us, Lord, even tonight and even, even going forward into this year. That, Father, that, you know, just like you see us as a son or daughter, I pray, Father, give us eyes to see people the same way you see people as a son or daughter. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Take your Bibles. Go to Luke real quick. I want to share another scripture real quick. Go to Luke. Luke uh, 15. You know the lady. I, I I love the I love the story of the lady at the well. You know the, the. Do you remember when you got saved? What it was like? Do you remember? Don't grow cold. I say I say yeah, preaching to me. Don't don't grow cold. Don't grow numb. Don't grow frustrated. No, no, listen, if, if you get frustrated, go out and win somebody to Jesus. It pulls everything back into perspective. Go out and share this good news. It pulls every. You got a problem? Go out and tell somebody about the gospel. Well, I don't. Go out and tell somebody about the gospel. Take the take the take the I thing off of you and put it put it put it put it back out there. Because I tell you, what happens a lot of times things will melt off. I'm calling somebody up, you know. I, there's stuff, I, you know, guys, people, you deal with stuff. You know, last time we are talking about James, you know, the, the trials. Trials, trials, are, you know, trials will come, amen. But Jesus, in faith, he gives us the ability to overcome the trials. You know, the, the challenges in life are, you know, it's not unscriptural to be challenged. I mean, you, you look throughout the Bible. There are many challenges in the Word of God. But we're not defeated. Amen. We're not, you know, listen, we're not defeated. You know why? Because he's given us the keys. We have the keys. He and he paid a price for those. Amen. Luke 15 verses uh, one through seven. It says, and all the tax collectors and the sinners drew near to him, uh, knew, uh, drew near to him to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes complaining, saying, this man receives sinners and he eats with them. <laughs> Hallelujah. This man receives sinners. 
And he eats with them. Jesus. So he, he spoke the parable of them saying, What man of you having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? And when he... <laughs> And when he, when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say, you, I, I, I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine just persons who need no repentance. And I love that scripture. And I want to point out something even in that scripture. You know, he's talking about repentance. You know, when we confess Jesus Christ, it's like when we have an altar call and somebody confesses Jesus as, as Lord of their life, they're repenting, they're repenting. But you understand, re repentance is also the turning away. I'm turning away, I'm not, I'm not going back to the old me. I'm not going back to the old life. Repentance means I, I, I'm laying that aside. And see, this is where we've got to help close the gate. We've got to help close the door. You know, I, I, you know, I'm not a one-and-done kind of guy. I'm not, you get saved, you, you, once saved, always saved. No, no. We, we press. We press. We keep, we keep digging in. Amen? We keep praying. That's why I had you write down three names. Keep praying. Keep pressing for them. Because they're going to get their breakthrough. Amen? And you, and you begin to confess that. No, they're going to get their breakthrough. They're going to get their breakthrough. Like I got my breakthrough. Lord, thank you for my breakthrough. They're going to get their breakthrough. And I tell you, you know, think about it. Our, our language, if, if our language would only change, you know, take, take, every, take your eyes off of yourself. I don't feel good. It doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter. You know, you know think about it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how you feel. I, I'm pressing. I'm pressing. Even at sometimes, I'm going to tell you, even in some of the times of my greatest battles or struggles is where I see God move. You know what? It's because of faith. I'm applying faith. I'm, I'm, I'm moving. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not back. I'm going to apply faith to this situation. See, listen, this is, this is the challenge for the church. I, you know, like I said, I feel like you know, there's a big secret in the box, and it's getting ready to come out. It's like that present that, you know, that, that, that's getting opened up. And it's the gospel. You know, I believe revivals are breaking, all, uh, breaking out uh, across the world. I mean, I, I've seen it. I've seen the people. I've seen it in dreams. I've seen, I've seen people coming to the altars. I see it for a city here. But see, the heart of this is that we don't lose. We don't lose sight of the ones. Personal evangelism happens in a variety of different forms. But, you know, I, I want to challenge everybody in here. If you don't have a one, get one. Get one, you start calling and checking on. You know, I, I, you may say, oh, I don't feel worthy enough. I, it, it's not about you. It's not, it's not, about, it's not about you. It's about me. Because, listen, when you begin to go after the one, you know what happens? You begin to learn about God. See, God, God begins to show up. You know, two or more gather it. You know, there, he, there he is in the midst, right? You know, it's like, well, I, I don't know what to say. Lord, Holy Spirit, give me the words. Equip me with the right things to say. You know, as I go to pray with someone, th well, that, that, I feel like I just got a word for that person. What, what's that mean? God's rele he's releasing power through you. And you say, well, you know, oh, man, I missed it. You keep going. You, you know, th that, that's the thing. You know, think about all the Bible, our Bible heroes. Did they miss it? <laughs> Many of them missed it, right? But, you know, they, they kept going. They never quit. They never let up. You know, personal evangelism is, um, like I said, it's very dear to my heart. You know, because what happens a lot of times is when someone gets saved, you know what they need? They need someone. They need someone to lean on. They need someone to talk to. Um. I make a point, you know, whether my barber, whether if I form a relationship with someone, I always look for the opportunities to minister. It's not just I'm blowing in and blowing out. I, I look, you know, they, they, you know, I don't go in talking about, well, you know, I'm a pastor and we've seen this and I've got a church of 65 people. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not doing that, you know. 
You know, we're going to be a church of a thousand. You know, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not blowing smoke. I go in and give them Jesus. Amen. And I love this story. Which one of you would leave the 99 to go after the one? See, the one's got to matter to us just as importantly today as it did when somebody reached out to us. I, you know, the Lord used a person to minister to me. Fear, the fear of the Lord. I need to get saved. You know, I told my wife about it. She wasn't, we weren't married at the time. And it was just like, well, you can get saved. Man, I was sweating it because I'm like, I got to go to church. I got to go to church. You can't say, I got to, I'm scared to death of pastors. It was, for, you know, because every pastor was God to me. You know, I don't know if that was you, but that was me. I, every time I seen a pastor, I was like, he's God, you know. He can, he can, you know, I, that's how I felt. You know, I would sneak through the church doors like this. He would greet people. At the Methodist church, it was really cool. He would greet people at this side of the door, and I would always try to sneak around the other side. And I remember the one Sunday that they, they started closing that door because the pastor wanted to shake everybody's hand. But me and my buddy, we would always, because we was always out late that night, and his mom would always get us out of bed to go to church. And, you know, we'd be watching over there to see if we could sneak around the one side door. You know, because the pastor was God. You know, that... But, but you understand, even Linda, God, God bless her, even Linda, the one, the one in my life, a Shirley Garrett, that when we walked through her house, she was the one looking at us saying, boys, 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 you were out late last night. You know, she had a word of knowledge, you know, I, you know, we're just like fear of God, you know, we're just like, you know, she was like, you know, you guys. You know, she never, you know what I love about, you know, Shirley, she never, ever, she never, ever was like, you know, you're going to go to hell. You know, Jesus loves you. That's, that was the message that she would share with. You know, God loves you boys so much. God's going to use you. She would just begin to prophesy to us. She would begin to minister to us. I can't wait to see you boys in church. You know, <laughs> we're just... You know, and we're in there getting food, just eating, you know. She's always had food, you know, always a good sweets laying around stuff. But see, she was the one. And see, that's the thing. God's brought that back to my remembrance. It's like, you know, it, it, you know now I have to return it. I've got to be the one for someone. Maybe it's a daughter. Maybe it's a grandkid. You know, even, even if you have grandkids, you can be the one to them. Even if you have kids, you, you be the one to them. You call your kid up and say, you know, I called my son last week. I said, hey, I just, I'm calling to pray with you. I've been, you know, the Lord quickened me over some things. I'm just calling to pray with you. Boom, make it, you know, it don't, you, you don't have to be like, well, you know, call and pray for your kids. Watch, watch the shift take place. You know, grab your coworker by the hands and, yeah, you know, they got something going, let's just pray. I told Gracia that the other day, you know, what are they going to do? They're going to fire you? Have you guys ate fast food lately? They, they need workers. Because it's not good anywhere. I, I mean, there, you, can't, you can't get good. I mean, Wendy's the other night. I mean, it, anyway, you can't get good fast food anywhere. They're not going to fire you for sharing the gospel with someone. I, <laughs> they're, they're not. I mean, it, you, you, we have to now come to a place where we, where we begin to shake off, shake off all the fear, all, all the past failures, and say, you know what, Lord, use me. You know, we can sound really, you know, I, you know I've, I've done it. I've had that religious thing come out. Lord, use me. And then not want to do a thing. You know, Lord, use me everywhere I go. You know, and then, you know, don't be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Please don't be ashamed. You know, I want to do a better job, even when I talk to people in this house, to pray for people. I, I don't, you know, somebody's got, you know, let's pray. Let's pray. Because, see, I know God moves through prayer. Amen? I, I know that that's, that's who our God is. You know, individual, individual evangelism is exciting. Man, you, you, you'll see things. You'll see things that, you, you know, that you read in the Bible. You, you'll see things, you know, you'll see breakthroughs with people that only God could do that. I am one of those breakthroughs. Some of you in here tonight are one of those breakthroughs. Only God could do that. Man, we, isn't it worth sharing? 
Isn't this message worth sharing? I mean, it, it's, I just, my heart's desire is for us to take the, is to take, take whatever off we need to take off. Pride, lay it down. What, what, whatever it is, what, whatever hinders us from, from, from moving and sharing. You know, and, and being loving, I, I, goodness gracious. You know, even when I was a mess, he loved me. He loved me. You guys ready? He who repents. We want people to get saved, but, we, but best of all, yeah, we want people to repent, to have a repentant heart, to turn towards God, to run as hard as they can. Amen? We want to run as hard as we can. And you know what we do? We teach them to go after the one. You guys understand that in the kingdom, everything is about multiplication. It's not about staying status quo. God wants to multiply you in your life. Whatever, whatever you're doing work-wise, God wants to multiply you. I'm not, you know, I'm not talking just money. You know, that, that's, that's a whole other thing. God, wa- God wants to... He wants you to be the best wherever you're at. And, you know, and be the light for him wherever you're at. In whatever you're doing. You know, you should be the happiest person walking into Walmart. I did say it. Go ahead. I mean, do you ever see people at Walmart? They all look sad and depressed. Go in and smile. Greet the greeter. Even though he asked you for a mask, just greet him. And say, no, thank you. God bless you. Can I pray for you today? <laughs> and go around, smile at people. Try to shake people's hands. I've tried to do that recently. It's, people are still a little, little apprehensive about the handshake thing. You know, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Two years ago, it was like, how you doing over there? <laughs> you know, COVID's gone in Jesus' name. Stupid devil. Honestly, stupid devil. You know, and, and that's the thing. I, I just, I truly believe, like, you know, e- even right now, you know, where the enemy's come in and tried to create division and discord with the body of Christ over these last two years, I, I, I say we turn it back around. We multiply. Greater, amen? We as the church do more now. You know, we got, we got, we got two years lost. We never, we never slowed down. We, we've worked. We've worked hard at it. But, you know, I want to work even harder, Amen? multiply more souls for the kingdom of God. Amen. I mean, I've had people over the last year resting in the hospital. And I, I said, you know, because you're in the hospital, Satan put you in the hospital. I'm vowing for souls that people will get saved because he did this. We'll go after souls. We'll go after people. Amen. Listen, the one matters. Go ahead and stand tonight if you would. The one matters to Jesus. You know, I really believe if, if you got saved in a church setting and, you know, I'll, I'll say this and I'll add this. If you got saved in a church meeting and you heard the gospel and you got saved and I guarantee you along the way there was a one. There was a somebody that, that come into your life and begin to speak into your life. There was a one that discipled. There was a one that come in and said, you can do this. And a lot of times, those are the behind the, the, the behind the closed doors. Those are the those are the conversations. Some of you guys have been in car rides with me. You know, we just go for a car ride, and we talk. And you know, it, you know, it's not like we're not we're not getting all religious. We're just talking. You know, and that's the thing about discipleship, man. That that's how, that's how easy it happens. You know, I I would do it on purpose. Most people would be like. You're crazy. Why, why do you leave a church on a Wednesday night at 7 o'clock in Hana, Hawaii to drive to Taco Bell, which is two hours away? 
Why do you do that? That's nuts. There's landslides. There's rock slides. There's most people don't. I, I can't wait till some of you guys go. Why, why do you do this? These are my ones. I'm building relationship. And, I, you know, honestly, everybody would fall asleep on the way home. I would, you know, everybody in the truck would be asleep. But we would laugh. We would praise the Lord. I'm telling you, we've seen some other things that was. Uh, <laughs> we'd go out and pray for people at Taco Bell. Hey, Uncle, I don't have any money, but I, I, I can, you know, what I have, I can give to you. Get up and walk. I, I, I mean, we've seen stuff like that. Hey, there goes my cousin riding down the road on a motorcycle. You know, hollered, screaming. Come and get off the motorcycle. High as a kite. And watch, watch the boy lay hands on him. Father, right now, in Jesus' name, set him free. And his eyes just completely peel back in his head. And just all of a sudden, he's sober. I, you know, it, it, you just you look for opportunities. But, but see, this was the thing. The, you know, the only reason why you know, I spent $40 to go out you know, to, to eat Taco Bell. I mean, I'd buy, you know, we'd get, we'd get two 24-packs of tacos or something. I don't know. You know, it's like 40 bucks. And, you know, it's $65 worth of gas every time. <laughs> every, t- every time. You know, it was $4 a gallon, you know, that many years ago. Yeah, that's a lot of money, right? That's 65, 70 bucks every time, in and out. But these were my ones. And if anybody was in our church, I guarantee you, everybody made a trip sometime or another with me, except the, the women. The women were like, you guys are crazy. But you know what Miranda was doing? She was sitting with her ones. She was sitting at home with her ones. And she was ministering. You know, it's, it's not, it, you, you know, ministry, guys, listen, you, we sometimes think that ministry is, you know, we've got to be in, you know, it's, th- ministry is how, how's life? How's it going? How can I pray for you? And it's like when you have a question, you know. You know, I was thinking about this, or I was thinking about that. Somebody answers that question. See, that, that, that's ministry. I want to be a church that does ministry. Don't you guys want to be a church that does ministry? Keeping it real? We, can, we, we need to be spiritual, too, so please don't. I'm not ignoring the spiritual. Amen? We need the power of God. Every one of us, you need the power of God. But, you know, I, I, above all else, we've got to keep things real. You know, you can do that with your ones. You do that with your teams. You do that in a life group. I mean, last night, I mean, it's like Brother Don. He's just like, it's a good word. I'm just like, man, I'm, I'm taking notes, and I'm just like, man, that's, it's just good. It's good. You know, and you know, it was like, you know, and the thing stuck in my, my heart and was like, what kind of man am I? I was, ch- I was challenged. I, you know, I'm, I'm the pastor, and like John, Don's delivering this word, and I'm like, I'm sitting there in a life group, like I'm, you know, I'm like one of the students, and, you know, and I'm grabbing it, and it's hitting me, and it's, it's, you know, what kind of man am I? What kind of man do I want to be? And I was like, yeah, I want to be better. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better pastor. I, wa- I want to be better. At th- I want to be a better soul winner. I want to be a better Christian. See, this stuff, you never, it never quits. It never quits. You know, when I finished up last night, 11, 30, 12 o'clock, I was just like, man, God is so good. He's so good to me. I, lo- I love you, Lord. Go after, go after the ones. I will too, okay? I promise you, I will never stand up here and ask you to do anything that I'm not doing or willing. You know, you say, you know, Pastor, I got an idea. Come, come. Come, come, come and share. Because you know what we want to do? We want to get behind your idea. We want to help. You know, that's, you know, hey, I, you know, it's like, you know, we we have another facility that may open up. It's because of prayer, right? It's because there's 20 people in prayer every morning. Praise God. I mean, there's, there's 40 of us here tonight, but 20 people are in prayer every day, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m., 8 a.m. If you're not on it, jump on. Don't miss it. It's good. It's good. You, you'll be refreshed. Nobody's going to call on you. If you feel like praying, we'll, we'll let you pray. But jump in on that. You'll grow. And you're part of the body. The body knitted together, working together. It's powerful. It's powerful. It's powerful. Anyway, i gotta, I got to come out of this. Go after the one. 
They matter. But you know, like I was saying, if you, have, if you have something, hey, pastor, I feel this way or I feel that way, come and talk to someone. Come and talk to a life group leader. You've you got people around you. Get people around you praying, amen? You know, I feel like I want to do this. Then, then how do we do this? You may find out, you know, you, know, I, you know, some of this is already going on in our community. How do, how do, we, make, how do we make the connections? How do we make these things happen? Amen. Be a disciple, make a disciple.